Welcome to the show. I'm James. I'm David. I'm Riley. And today we are discussing a fan edit that is unofficial known as Star Wars Episodes 1 to 3, The Chosen One. Chosen One! It's all three prequels. <laughs> Chosen! Chosen One! Put into one three-hour movie. We will laugh. We'll argue. We'll definitely argue. We might get a little too into it, but at the end of the day, they're just three compressed movies. Spoiler alert! Yeah, is this... Yeah, spoiler alert for all the, the prequels, I guess, because we're going to be talking about all of them. Even though we've covered Episode 1, we've covered Episode 2, and now in lieu of doing Episode 3, we're doing this fan So edit. this is kind of a review of Episode 3 and also a review of this edit. Yes. And talking about Star Wars in general. And the prequels. And next week, an extravaganza of Indian proportions. We're doing RRR, the craziest action movie to come out in years. Yeah, everyone's talking about it. I don't know what RRR stands for, but it's probably something that I shouldn't try to say. Doesn't matter. Actually, I think it's English. But uh, you can watch this movie on Netflix, I think, right? Yes. I'm going to try. You can't. Well, in Canada, anyways. But today, it's all prequels all day. So let's hear your review out of 10, David. Uh, one sec, I gotta get the voice. <laughs> oh no. Welcome to my Star Wars prequel diner, where we serve only the <laughs> finest shit tacos, shit pizza, and shit burgers, made from the finest, laziest, and runniest of shits. Because okay. when you start with shit, you always taste shit. Oh. Uh. I felt like I was there. Pr- the This fan edit can do nothing to help the <laughs> worst trilogy of all time. Uh... <laughs> Negative 69 out of 420. Wow. I don't know. I, I am so over the prequels. Yeah. I'm so over them. Yeah. I'm so sorry we dragged you in here, David. Thank you for thank you for being here. Riley, you're ready? <laughs> yeah, it was hard to rate because, I mean, okay. Uh, my slogan is, a fan edit won't save you, Star Wars prequels. Only my new powers can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, like David said, uh, the the fan edit. I think it, he does a he does a decent job. It's a yeah. decent attempt. I want to make it clear. My thing is not about just the fan edit. It's about the experience right. of Star Wars. Yeah, mine. I mean, my slogan there is more about the fan edit. Like the 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 movies are hard to save. I'm giving it a four out of ten because there is some. Like I feel like we'll get into it. But I think that uh, he did, like, you can see decisions that uh, this editor made to affect the flow, and I think that it, it, it does end up making things a little bit better in some mm-hmm. ways, but it, as a whole movie by itself, it still doesn't really work. Um, James. You put lipstick on a pig. All <laughs> right. When it comes to the prequels, it's pretty intuitive that shorter equals better. But The Chosen One is incomprehensible to newcomers and demonstrates that the buildup is an essential ingredient to any release. Mm. I'm giving this a three-hour fail montage out of ten, (laughs) uh, which is a three and a half. Uh, It sucks. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard. I think I like Revenge of the Sith better than this this fan edit, but I think this fan edit's working against itself by having two-thirds of it be the one and two. I thought that the way that it started with coming in at three quarters of the way through Phantom Menace, it was going to quickly smash cut one, two, get us into three, which is, I think everyone agrees the best part of the prequels. Mm. Uh, but it's like an hour and a half of, there's, it's inherently, two. there's too much too. And we'll get into it right after this message from our sponsor. Thanks to Storyblocks for sponsoring today's show. Ever needed a quick clip for a video, but didn't have the capacity to make it yourself. Storyblocks helps you by bringing your stories to life without sacrifice due to time, budget and resource. There are over a million royalty-free assets for you to choose from, guys, including 4K HD footage, Adobe templates, music, images, and a wide array of diverse and inclusive content. There are subscriptions for every budget, so you can choose the plan that works for you. 
from their unlimited all-access plan that gives you unlimited video and audio downloads to enterprise licensing so your entire company has access to assets as you need them when you need them. We use Storyblocks that line us tech tips as we don't always have time to go out and get the perfect shot. Uh, we don't have to with Storyblocks. Take your videos to the next level, the level that ours are at by checking out Storyblocks today at storyblocks.com slash TJM. It's in the game. <laughs> okay. Nice. What I, I loved it. about this fan edit when I started, are you doing a synopsis? Is, I didn't write a synopsis. No, really. that's silly. But I, I have the like summary of the edit from the ed- editor. So I feel like I should read that. Is let's, it concise? Let's... Yes. Is it detailed? Look, it's right here. It's just, it's... It, it's okay, like okay, it's short. I don't want to know, like, yeah, yeah. they cut cut by 30 yeah, seconds yeah. the scene yeah, in the yeah, elevator. Yeah, yeah. So this was this was cut by uh, a user who goes by Cordless 7, V-I-I. Uh, Cord cutter. And, uh, yeah, that's on Reddit, too. And what he says about this is, this is the Star Wars prequels, episodes 1 to 3, edited down into one movie. I didn't simply cut out scenes and piece them together. This was a complete overhaul. I tried to make everything as seamless as possible so you can't tell the cuts or transitions... Yeah, you and, just use a wipe transition. Yeah. Boom. The goal of this was to focus more on Anakin, his relationships, and eventual turn to the dark side with less drawn-out political scenes and Jar Jar. Thank, thank you, sir. <laughs> He's in there. <laughs> this edit addresses common complaints about Anakin being too creepy towards Padme and too whiny altogether. Almost so much you can do there. The yeah. actors gave a great performance, yeah, but were hindered by poor dialogue. Yeah. Yes, this edit hopes to correct that in joy. Yeah, I mean, some of the things that he says in the uh, description, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. But I want to I want to make it clear that, like, this was probably a monumental task. Uh-huh. Oh, to, man, to it looks hard. Yeah. And like, I, I, like, kudos to you just for trying Is this, it. like, seven hours of movie? Yeah, yeah, seven hours. Yeah, and I don't want to rip into this fan edit in particular too much because I think he does a, a fantastic job of trying to recoup it. Yeah. What I think is interesting is how... It is entirely different of what I would keep in a fan edit. Oh, you would have made different I, decisions. Entirely, almost entirely. It would different. be all Jar Jar for you. I, let's oh, talk about that Jar Jar. after we talk about what's yeah, in it. For sure, it'll, I think it'll be easier to understand for the people who haven't watched it yet. Um, as always, let's start with what works. I think that he did a great job, as he says, as making it about Anakin in the mm. prequels, especially, especially the first one. It's unclear who's this about. Who's the protagonist? Right. In this, it's very clear. He cuts out most of the first one. And we arrive, the first scene of this movie yeah. is when Qui-Gon and Anakin are running towards the ship on Tatooine and uh, Maul shows up on his like speeder bike thing yeah. and they fight. And, and that tur- it, it, I was amazed in the first five minutes of this. I was like, it's crazy how this works as a first scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, awesome. oh, this was such a good decision to yeah. start right in the middle 100%. of the action. I mean, like in the fr- in episode one starts with this like kind of like slow approach towards the... We're having a meeting with the trade delegates. Yeah. Although, <laughs> I guess Star Wars doesn't usually do this like right in the middle in media res. Yeah, it doesn't do that usually. It is, it is like... The 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 crawl the crawl oh no no wait a new like, hope starts yeah, new hope right starts in the middle like, of it yeah so yeah. It revenge of the Sith itself right right that's and, true well, never mind yeah return of the Jedi has like a slow sort of ish build but it's like we're right into Jabba's palace right yeah into but even in episode one they the lightsabers come out within the first five minutes the ga- the room starts filling with yeah, gas I guess and so. yeah within the first five minutes but it like you know we're kind of ramping up to that but this is like. I, I think I just have really appreciated how it, it just is. We're right in the uh, lightsaber fight, right yeah. right away. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're like, that's a bad guy. And then it, it's not only that we're in media res. Anakin, you get to see him right away. He he then runs 
Uh, hold on, I'll pause there. You get to see him right away. <laughs> that matters. <laughs> in the other movies, yes. he's like 40 minutes in or something. Yeah. So he can't be the main character. Right. Uh, in this, he runs into the ship, and when he gets into the ship, he goes... Obi-Wan, you're a Jedi too. It's yeah. like exposition. Yeah. It's, it's weird how that works. It just tells the audience, okay, that's another Jedi. It, yeah. like, it totally works. I think that was probably, honestly, the, the best part of the fan edit because it 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 forces you to think about the prequels in a different way and it forces you to like re-organize uh, you know, what, what you knew about them. And uh, yeah, it really worked. I feel like I was like, okay, as a first-time viewer, if I've never seen this before, I wouldn't know who these characters are. Uh, all we know is there's this little kid and he's like, oh, they're, they're, they're extracting him from somewhere. And now we're going to learn more about these characters. And I think that lines like that really help where he's like, oh, you're a Jedi too. And then we're going to like learn more about the Jedi council and how things work. And it has clear story beats that you see in a normal movie, like them getting attacked and leaving the planet is like the inciting action. And then once they, he, he stands before the Jedi council and they're like, okay, you're going to be trained as a Jedi. It's like, End of Act One. Right. Now life will never be the same. Now he's gonna go and be a Jedi, and we're gonna. The dramatic question of the movie is: Will he be a good Jedi? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert: It's a tragedy. He, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then the final frame of the movie again is on his face, and it ends. It's like this was all about Anakin. It's in the title, the Chosen One. Yeah. I thought it was a bit awkward to make Episode One so short. Is that what you were saying, David? I forgot what you, you said. Liked that. I liked that. You liked that episode one. Short. Oh, you thought cut it would... most of it. I think there was too much episode two. Right. But I... I feel like optimally with three movies, you know, it, it, movies themselves have sort of like three act structures that typically each of those acts. Well, yeah, typically, but each of those acts can be like a little movie within itself. Mm. And so it's like my my sense would be if I was going to try and edit this down, I would try to make like episode one, act one, episode two, act two. You know, uh, but it makes it awkward because there, you have these time jump, yeah. uh, time time gaps. And so I understand why I didn't do that. But at the same time, I think that what we get then is sort of like some weird anticlimactic feelings of like, optimally, you would want this sort of like build up climax resolution, you know, of each act. But as it is, I feel like episode one is too short to be a proper act one. I so, I hear you. Yeah. I found that. It's only 25 minutes. Yeah. I, I found myself that's, craving that's right, actually. a clearer, like three But in a structure. three hour movie. It could be a bit longer as well. Yeah. I actually disagree. I wouldn't have put uh, one movie per act. Uh, often act two is kind of divided into like 2A two and 2B. I would have had the Clone Wars end as the midpoint. I I didn't time it out, but I think that's pretty much what happens. Mm. The midpoint usually is going to be some kind of escalation. Things get more complicated. And that's kind of what happens. The Clone Wars have begun. And then I would spend the next half of the movie on episode three. I think that's pretty much what he did. Mm-hmm. Mm. The things that are make it weird, though, is like there's just so much in in Attack of the Clones that like just doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I was thinking about that. This rewatch, could you have cut the entire clone storyline? Like, it's are is the prequels are so beholden to one throwaway line in Episode Four? I was like, I fought Wars? with your father in the Clone Wars, <laughs> and there's this entire fucking subplot that is not that interesting. Yeah. Uh, and like, well, this is well, the thing because we don't we don't get remedied the things that well, you weren't here, but when we were talking about the attack of the clones, one of the things that Riley and I spoke about was how there's no we don't get shown what Dooku is doing, what the appeal is about the separatist movement mm-hmm. that appeals to these right. co- these other planets and systems who want to join it. We don't see like that as a movement that we can sympathize with and think yeah. that's a yeah that villain is really sympathetic and I can see the merits of what they're doing. Yeah, and then in this. 
it's even worse because yeah. Dooku just shows up. You're like, who the fuck is that guy? And he's like, join me. You're like, what? what? Yeah, yeah. I will never join you, Dooku. Yeah, he's like, you. you there's very little background there. I, I mean, to go back to the Clone Wars thing, that is like one one thing that always kind of bothered me about the clone storyline in in the prequels is the fact that the Clone Wars ended up being called the Clone Wars just because one of the army one of the armies was made up of clones. And it's like, okay, well, clearly this has happened before. You know, these guys make clone armies. That's their whole shtick. So, like, presumably they've made clone armies for other people. But this was the one. The, yeah, this was the one clone. Yeah. I was feel it the like largest order there? Before the prequels came out, as, like, a kid reading Star Wars books and seeing references to the Clone Wars, because they, they weren't allowed to cover that that era in, in the expanded universe. Okay. Um, uh, or, like, contractually? Yeah, like Lucasfilm was like, okay, we're going to make the prequels so no one write books, you know, during the prequel era, you know. So cool. so I think a lot of people thought the Clone Wars would be more like, okay, there was like a boom in in everybody cloning themselves for various different yeah. purposes or whatever. So then you end up having all these conflicts because... <laughs> Spider-Man oh, pointing at himself. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Something like that. So God, that would be so much more interesting. Right? Yeah, and not so like, just instead of Mace Boba Win- Fett, <laughs> you got, but yeah, different. You got yeah. Mace Wind too. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly. like, And then maybe there was like, okay, it ended up because there was like, okay, this is too much cloning and then the regulation happened and then like there was a crackdown on cloning. Like, yeah, that would be like back, yeah. That would be like kind of an interesting thing, but instead it was just like oh they're called the clone wars because the stormtroopers are clones <laughs> it's like okay um that was always really Speaking frustrating of clones, to me. uh boba fett and jango fett get really shafted in this movie oh yeah to the extent that a lot what's like what i was getting at with my um slogan where i was saying that you need the build-up to appreciate mm-hmm. the release because we lose the fight on the uh, what do you call that? Like the deck, the port, that yeah, rainy yeah. fight where Boba Fett's oh, yeah. getting into a sh- or Django's getting into a ship, and then uh, they're fighting in the rain. Oh, and we, lo- and we lose that, the, we and lose then the- you lose the chase in, a, in an Attack of the Clones. The yeah, you lose that. So you lose the two <laughs> big set pieces having to do with Obi Wan facing or chasing Django. So what you get is a meeting with Obi Wan and Django, or Boba Fett's there just at Camino, being like, hmm, "This guy's kind of shifty." Uh, cut to Windu cutting his head off, and it's like. Who cares? Yeah. (laughs) That side character's dead, I guess. Yeah, it was interesting that he, like, kept some of that stuff. There were definitely parts watching the fan edit where you know you're watching a fan edit, so now you're thinking more than you usually are about, like, oh, he could have cut this, he could have cut this. And I was going to say, in in that sort of, around that sequence, when we have the whole, like, droid manufacturer, uh, manufacturing plant sequence where, like, C-3PO gets his head switched around oh and, God, like, yeah, Anakin and Padme it. are trying to, like... Yeah, cut that. Yeah, I was like, we can cut this. But at the same time, I was like, wait, but the, C-3P, the C-3PO parts of this sequence were one of my favorite parts because they're just so goofy and, and funny. It's like we have some comic relief. Oh, but I hated 3PO in this one because he's never introduced in episode one. So when he shows up in episode... Oh, yeah. He shows up halfway through this movie when uh, when Anakin goes to save his mom, I think. We see 3PO again. Right. And it's like, we, don't, we have no idea that Anakin has any engineering prowess yeah. that he built this robot or anything and suddenly he's just taking this droid with him. That's and the now problem. there's another character. See, I think the one of the things... And the dimensions of the fan edit that's hard to know without us trying to make a fan edit is what you can cut without making the transition so jarring that it's like unacceptable. Well, I think the answer is there's no good answer. And this is why mm. I don't deride the editor for this at all. It's just yeah. that he had to make these choices and there's consequences of those choices. Yeah. And some of the consequences make it awkward. And yeah. now 
you know, C-3PO just kind of shows up. And there's other character introductions we don't really get. So we're just kind of like, who's that? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. that's what you needed to do because what he what he prioritized was, okay, I'm going to just take the main beats of how Palpatine raised, like comes to power. Oh, now you've been nominated for chancellor. Now you've gotten to be the chancellor. Right. Just, like, the broad strokes. Yep. And then everything else, see you later. But sorry, 3PO. What do you think of this fan edit as a like a way to rewatch the prequels for someone who's already seen them, who already has those beats in the back of their head and just wants to like be refreshed on the story or experience it? That's again? definitely a strong point. I, I had my sister in the room who never watched them, and she was like, <laughs> "I have no idea what's going on." Yeah. See, yeah, like watching this one kind of made me question the idea of a fan edit at all because obviously. We, we decided to go with this one because it has all of the prequels in one, but there are a ton of fan edits of just the individual prequels where people kind of like, you know, trim the fat on each of the individual movies. And it watching this kind of made me question the, whether that's a good idea because I don't think I would watch this again uh, if I wanted to like relive the prequels because part of what makes the prequels tolerable, despite being objectively bad on many levels uh some of the performances lack some of the dialogue is horrible obviously like broad plot structure really needs some help uh but part of what makes it watchable is just kind of like that continuous journey like th- it's a bad those are they're, they're bad movies broadly but you can kind of see a through line and you can kind of see George Lucas trying to do something while you're watching yeah, it. it. And when you cut out a lot of that, it just kind of seems jarring. 100%. Well, it yeah. feels like it's like a really interesting entry to an encyclopedia. Like that's like the appeal of it is that you have like the Star Wars knowledge because you've watched right. watched it. But it's, it's I don't know. I think you definitely, you need to have baggage to come into this edit because like I said, you want, it's incomprehensible otherwise. But I don't think it's satisfying to watch like as mm. I alluded to my slogan, it's like you're watching a montage. Yeah, because yeah. you're missing the the connective tissue, so you're just watching like a highlight reel. When I finished it, and I wanted to watch Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I, I would have given Revenge of the Sith a higher score. I um, yeah. What would you do? You guys have ratings? Probably for that? like a six point five. I I gave it a six point five. Yeah, I, I haven't like watched Revenge it since so. it came out. Mm. So it's good. It's still clunky and it still suffers from a lot of the issues. But even its filmmaking has stepped up. Like, I think George Lucas knew that he needed help. And so there's like, <laughs> yeah. like you compare the action scenes of two to three, like when they're in the Coliseum and the Jedis are being cornered by the droids, they're not like amping the tension cinematographically, cinematographically, <laughs> Cin- cinematographically, 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 <laughs> graphics interchange format. Anyways, um, by like simple things like punching in, like mm. the tension isn't, Bought like closer by like man Mace Windu is fighting for his life and they're every time they're fight cutting back to him is getting closer and you can see it in his face it's all these medium wides right. of like Jedi swinging swords and dancing and we doing really want to see all of the 20, 50 lightsabers what the yeah. kids want to see is lots of lightsabers whereas in three right from the beginning where the the Jedi's are doing their thing and then they're talking to R two D two and he's getting the radio the way he hides behind a thing and the camera slowly dollies in on him and like the camera is helping to tell the story. Right. Uh, and so I think three is much better for even just like the core elements of filmmaking. Yeah. I also really liked, um, I feel like they tightened up the banter in episode three. Mm-hmm. Like in episode two, we try to get, like they try to have this relationship between oh Anakin and Obi-Wan. So bad. And it is there a little bit, but it's like, it's pretty cringe. Like it feels clunky. Remember that pit of gun darts we <laughs> fell into? Ah, uh, <laughs> that was just you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to start laughing. Yeah. Oh my God. What's wrong? You're not laughing at my joke. Yeah. And then the, immediately <laughs> we'll go into the scene with Padme. He's like, Annie, you've grown. You've grown more beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I do things to you. 
Yeah, and then just his insolence with Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Clearly, I wasn't on the Clone Wars yeah, episode yeah. or Attack of the Clones. You weren't. You, you're getting it out now. Yeah. I, but uh, in episode three, it seems a little bit better, like 100%. their banter while they're like infiltrating Grievous's ship and stuff. It also just looks cooler. Yeah. 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 I think he looks a little too evil throughout the whole movie, but at least he doesn't have that like spiky hedgehog <laughs> hair and a giant rat tail <laughs> that originates as yeah. a sideburn. Yeah. yeah. The Padawans are all just waiting to grow their hair out, but they have to have these stupid buzz cuts with the braid. Everyone hates it. <laughs> no, when I was a kid, I thought rat tails were cool for a second. Oh, for as a soon hot, as I yeah. saw it, the Phantom Menace for a hot one. second. Yeah, um, I thought that was an, a weird uh, decision to keep that banter scene in the elevator in episode three in in the fan edit because I was like, okay, we cut out a lot of cool stuff. We cut out the grievous fight. Yeah, he's characterizing the main ca- character. Yeah, I know, but it was just like it wasn't just having that like little banter scene in the middle of all this other stuff i don't know it felt awkward well it's interesting they cut a lot of i think what fans love in terms of action like yes. even in three that big star starship fight is so trimmed yeah. down and i'm like i think everyone liked that i Yo. think he was trying to hit a time like yeah. three hours is about yes. the max i can do that's fair. and i think it actually might have been a little better if he made it four yeah um because then like in attack of the clones he cuts the dooku fight and so then yes. they have to do all these weird gymnastics. Like, okay, during the wedding scene, don't show that he has a robot hand. And then later <laughs> on, when he must be shown to have a robot hand, we have to do a flashback. Yeah, and we're weird. flashing back to a time period that was covered by this movie. Yeah. And that is a sin. That is not done. Yeah. That is not done. Yeah, you can only flash back to the before times. I felt bad for him then, honestly, because I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. You're trying to cut it down into something like a watchable time of three hours. But like, yeah, you just can't. It's it's Again, it's not his fault necessarily. It's yeah. just like the subject matter that you're working with yeah. makes this what? very, very difficult. There's other discontinuities because when he skips the Dooku fight, or no, he skips the Grievous fight yep. later on. Someone gives Obi Wan's lightsaber back to him. It's like, well, when Why? did he when did he lose that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I liked some of those aggressive cuts, like when they pick them up from the Coliseum and then it just cuts to yeah, him. Yeah, the they Jedi cut Temple. the entire droid battle yeah. after and that. I, yeah. I, it's interesting because I don't like the Yoda Dooku fight. I think that it's oh, stupid. I think that um, we can we can we could do with getting rid of that. Yes, but I yeah I but you you are still talking about the Clone Wars and you don't see the clones ever fight. Like they're just kind of there, so it's like mm. I don't know. Uh, and then I mean, the movie's not called the Clone Wars any, or the Attack of the, the Clones, Clones anymore. It's just the, the Chosen. Chosen. One. But uh, they're just in the background, as, behind the wall. In regards <laughs> to those flashbacks, I actually liked some of them. Mm. Um, I liked the one when he's talking about like, like, are you like you miss your mom or like you you're like you're scared for your mom, and it flashes back to his mom like putting his hair behind his yes, his ears. that worked. I was like, that worked. They worked. Uh, they were a little. That was they before. were a little more yeah. unnatural than. It would have been if you just filmed this movie that way, because yeah. yes. you're taking just different lighting, different scenes. Yeah. Well, but and you know, they work a, in, in concept. Yeah, and you know, as a, as an audience, they're like that is a fan edit thing that doesn't work. I liked also uh, at the end the Darth Vader one when uh, he's like being lifted the in the final table. scene. I actually think that scene, except for the hard cut to black, was kind of better. Yeah. Um. I mean, let's not get to that yet, but the so that flashback worked, and then the hand cutting off worked if. You were, like you said, it wasn't part of, it wasn't from the time period of the movie. Yeah. But I, I liked, I don't know, I liked the flashbacks a little bit. I think I was just uh, 
to go back to the space battle, I was just so sad that he cut out more of that space battle because I remember being in the theater seeing Revenge of the Sith with my with my buddies. We were so freaking stoked. It was pretty hype. My friend went up to the front and had a lightsaber fight with some rando dude. <laughs> During the movie? Before the movie started. Oh, okay. Because okay. okay. we were all, everyone was lined up, so we got into yeah. the theater early. Everyone was like, some people were like dressed up. Well, we were <laughs> we were dressed up. It's okay to be cringe, dude. We were, we were in robes and my buddy was, I think I said this in a previous episode, my buddy was wearing a zebra costume in, in an attempt to be a Wookiee. Like it was like, it was like a zebra onesie. It was a joke. But anyways, we were so stoked. And so like Revenge of the Sith, episode three, the last prequel, it opens up and we just have this like seeing on the big theater screen, like these starfighters, like cresting the edge of the Star Destroyer and looking down on Coruscant, this giant fucking space battle. I just like, I'm getting chills remembering that it. So that was so freaking cool. And like, so when, when he cut part of this battle, I was like, nah, what? but but the droids, they get attacked by buzz droids. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> and Obi-Wan didn't talk about hating flying. <laughs> the time jumps were a little weird too. It, especially like in between the movies? Yeah, they had yeah. to. Like 10 years later. I guess that worked for between one and two because it was like, yeah, train the boy. Boom. Time jump to him right. being trained. That was cool. Between Attack of the Clones and the and the uh, third one, it was yeah. that was more awkward. It was like, why are we time jumping? It just now? felt weird to have it. Yeah, have a time jump like that in the middle of the movie again. It felt like the end of a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, could he have? He had to have some sort of time jump because his hair is completely different. I was like, could he have just been like a, a month later or something? You know, but uh, no. Couldn't do it. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's the way that Attack of the Clones ends. It just kind of seems like. There's still there's lots going on. Why leave? Why leave this time period? Yeah, yeah. I want to mention that uh, there was sort of like a technical aspect of this that made it difficult as well because the I don't know like how did it look on your how did you guys cast this or, or play I, it on I your TV? I watched TVs? it from Vimeo and I I, ca- I casted that tab of yeah, Chrome to my that's shield. What I did too, and it looked like junk. And yeah. it, that was tough. That's tough. I watched it from a Vimeo app on a Roku oh. and it looked fine. Oh really? Oh, yeah, sweet. it was not great. Like it's did definitely it get not better show. between episode one and two? No, that's what like, happened to me. Oh really? Yeah, it was like they when the editor put it together, he had a lower res. Like episode uh, one was just lower res than the or rest. Or like you're streaming, like the bandwidth got a boost or something. I, I should have had good enough internet to stream that crap. Yeah, um, I think it's probably usually cr- like casting a tab, can be weird. Yeah, casting a tab is not great for video. Yeah, usually it's like kind of crappy. Um, okay, well that's good to hear that it was it was less bad on uh, when you play it on a native app. Yeah. I'm shocked. That I didn't even try that. I didn't even think of Vimeo as being an app. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised. I... Yeah, there must be a Vimeo Android TV app. Wow, just like YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. Wow. But there, I really like wish I did copyright that. Copyright free zone. Like, how the fuck Vimeo? are they allowed to have a Star Wars? property exist on right. the internet with not being taken down i mean it's wild it is a, wild. It is no a fan edit so I, I mean i don't know i mean disney probably but would. if you think about the fair, the pillars of fair use no i think you could you could upload as long as you're not monetizing it they wouldn't take it down if you weren't monetizing it Do you think disney would allow that i don't too? think so i don't think there's disney all would sorts allow of there's exist. all sorts of like prequel stuff like there's like montages and stuff but i think that's like different enough this you can make the argument that like it fills the need of the prequels, like it, it takes away yeah, from maybe. people participating yeah. with the and prequels. And that, that's one of the pillars. The other one's just like how much of the original work does it use? Right. In the case of <laughs> episodes two and three, like a, a substantial a amount. Yeah. Uh, it's not parody. It's not comedy. Yeah. It's, but what I was gonna say about watching it, it like ha- with that kind of like low res issue made it kind of f- feel in some parts with like I'm watching like I was watching the previs sequences where they like mm. choreograph the action stuff. And like the effects aren't all there, 
I like in the elevator scene where he, where the droids are like, oh, oh, the elevator's coming up, and he like does a backflip and like back into the elevator, and it takes off their heads. I was like, this this didn't feel like a real movie. This the, felt like I'm watching. It's this such movie. a fun franchise uh, because you can see the effects get better, and the, like the computer yeah. generated effects, like they just improve so much over the five years or whatever that the series was coming out. But then they still suck in some ways, like. When Anakin jumps out of the elevator, they can't like animate him like jumping sideways. So he just jumps straight up, and then they like transpose him. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so tacky. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when the, when, uh, when they're on the bridge and they're freeing Palpatine, and Dooku shows up with his two guards, and they're like, "Oh God, Dooku!" And it's like a what's going to happen moment and Dooku just jumps up and does a front flip, a CGI front flip mm. off the balcony onto yeah, the bottom. I was like, oh, you see, that's the type of stuff that you get. Like he could have cut that out, I guess, but like there's too much stuff like that in the prequels, whether it's weird CGI stuff yeah. or like weird dialogue or whatever. You can't get rid of all of it. You just, there, you well, can't fix it. And you can't, easily cut that without making it super jarring because it's like there's a flow to the scene there's like right. shot reverse shots these things and like and now he's just, down here how yeah, do you exa- get down there exactly so it, there's some stuff you just can't cut even though it would be better yeah i think the problems with the prequels we i think we can all agree the, they're too fundamental mm. and it starts from the writing uh and there was no hope there's no hope for a fan edit there, i've seen good theoretical fan versions where it's like someone yes. narrating what would happen yeah. with like drawings of these scenes and it's a completely different franchise I feel but like it's we're really talking cool. about the same video like I feel like I've seen this video you're talking yeah, about yeah, me too. Yeah. and I was like I, that, that made me feel things watching totally. that video because I was like oh man if they could have made this version yeah. of it even oh, like the red imagine. letter media videos where he like talks about what it should have been you're like yeah it should have been exactly <laughs> something that like completely yeah. that's not in camera so it's not available to the exactly. editor no right? I'd be interested to see if someone could make like a better version of that using some kind of AI. No, we're not there yet. We're not there. <laughs> like, we, we have these text-to-image <laughs> AI generators now. Well, we can was, just like feed a script in and see what they do. There was a couple times where I wished that a scene that was just pure exposition didn't exist. And I wish that they had made it like when they're giving Obi-Wan his mission. Instead of having like a two-minute scene of like people sitting around staring at each other talking, they cut that and they had a shot of him flying and then it was someone give, relaying to him in 15 seconds the objective uh just like in a close-up and you just hear the person and like yeah it would be weird because as an audience you know that it's not there but i think that it would make the movie way better instead of, instead of having all these two people staring at each other talking scenes mm. yeah yeah this this movie is directed like a shitty video game yeah and it fucking it's, it's it makes <laughs> yeah, me so mad every yeah. time they just sit there staring at each other or walking staring at each other like people don't act like that they're not humans yeah. they're like these weird See, robots so like I, I was thinking about this because some of the most cheesy most Shakespearean sort of like over the top uh, wooden parts uh, are the parts between Anakin and Palpatine where yeah. where Palpatine is just kind of like have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? And he's like, I can save your wife. And they're just like being, they're, they're not talking like normal people. Yeah. Like there are some scenes where people talk like normal people. These are not them. But at the same time, I kind of like these scenes as bad. And this is why when you watch the prequel, you know, unedited original version, you can kind of like, there are little things you can grasp onto where it's like, you know what? This is cheesy and this is bad. It's bad written dialogue. But I'm along for the ride because I've bought in to a certain mm-hmm. extent. And I do that with the Anakin and Palp cheens because it's like, uh, it's cheens. It's cheesy scenes. I, I combine them. Palpa cheens. Because they just like lean into it. and But at the same time, <laughs> they're so great because the, the, the writing is so stupid. Like Palpatine's like, 
and you like join the dark and learn the dark side, and you'll be able to save your wife from certain death. And Atticus like, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you going to kill me? I would certainly like to. It's just, <laughs> what is what was he thinking? I would you know, certainly like to. You just, Lucas. Know. That reminds yeah. me of the best cut in this whole movie is <laughs> the Sith are evil. The Jedi are evil. That was the best. Oh, yeah, the original being, from, from my, my point yeah. of view, the Jedi are yeah, evil. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't pick up on that, that he I, cut that. That's good. I thought that awesome. edit was, was interesting, that they cut so much of that final confrontation. Because to me, that's like a, the most important moment of the entire prequel is mm. Obi-Wan versus Anakin fighting. And there's a lot of the fight left, which I think I would have cut more. But that conversation, they cut down. And it's not that long of a conversation. Honestly, though, that fight... Gets ridiculous. 100%. Yeah. It's stupid. Uh, but like even as someone who like wants to see just all like all sorts of just goofy lightsaber battles and Star Wars shit, I'm like, okay, we get it. You know, they're having yeah. this fight. Like when they're when they're hanging off the side oh of God. a broken structure thing, like hanging over lava, still kind of like taking swings at each other. I'm just like, this is just it's get stupid. to a different place and then continue. I'm excited to talk like, about Obi-Wan, which we will do a little bit yeah, later. Yeah, they're like episode. on ropes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are they I doing? feel like I want to talk a little bit about like some of the general ideas that the prequels just ruined Star Wars forever. Mm. Uh, and one of the things the prequel did is, I mean, ruin the Force. And we've, I'm sure we've talked about the midichlorians and how stupid that is. Why was that kept in this fan edit? I was like, I was sure that all the conversations about midichlorians would be cut out. Well, I think it's important because Qui-Gon uses that to convince the Jedi Council that this kid is worth looking at. He's got a higher concentration than anyone else. Okay, sure. Maybe. Um, but even this watch, I was struck at how much the Force is ruined in terms of like, how you access its power mm. it's they're just like there's no like finding inner peace or like tapping into some deep anger it's just like they're all just kind of superheroes and it sucks it's so uninteresting and it's not like this like the force has sentience now like the mm. will of the force and it's yeah. like who fucking cares the force is like this mystical energy that binds everything yeah. is like flows through everything and by giving it sentience by making it a superpower that you tap into it's so much worse and we've never recovered from that because now that's just what the force is it's yeah. not much more it's not mysterious anymore i mean to be fair uh post prequels there was very little mention of midichlorians i feel like they they would they would mention them in the expanded universe stuff sometimes mm -hmm. but it was more kind of like as a throwaway line it yep. wasn't like well we have a plot element that relates to like manipulating midichlorians to do something mm -hmm. right it's like i think everyone kind of knew <laughs> when when george lucas introduced midichlorians everyone was kind of like oh what and so like after the prequels you know we have that as part of the lore and mm -hmm. midichlorians exist but people didn't really think about like, okay, what are we going to do with that? But beyond the midichlorians, I feel like it's I the agree, transition though. It would be so to, much better as just like a mystical energy. Yeah, well, yeah. and even beyond that, just like the way that they're tapping into the force and utilizing the force. Like, I think what's most exemplary of this is the chase scene in the second movie when they're going through the city chasing the bounty hunter. And like the... Oh, okay, yeah. Like they're like the, skydiving the and like catching yeah, shit yeah. and like... That's not what the force should be. It's not just like this ability to like skydive and like catch, like, like hang off the side of things. It should be like you have to tap into something mystical deep inside of yourself. Like find that power within you that connects you to everything. Not mm. just like really fast reflex to catch lightsabers as they fly by and like, you know, just like doing things quick and like, oh, there's a centipede in the other room. Ha! Like that stuff totally is stupid. And it, mm. it makes the force just really simple and dumb. 
And like you don't think about it because you grew up with the prequels. But yeah. as I've been disenfranchised from this franchise, <laughs> um, I feel like I've I've I have this this hatred for what the Force became. And it's not about midichlorians. It's about how powers exist. Right. Hmm, that's funny. I mean, I don't I don't really feel like the Force is like other than the midichlorians. I don't feel like the prequels did horrible things to to the force. I mean, I, I feel like when the Jedi do these kind of like superhuman things or whatever, I'm just kind of like, okay, it sort of makes sense that the force would allow them to do that because a, we know that they have to have like from the original movies, we know that they have to have like force powered reflexes to, to like deflect la- mm-hmm. blaster bolts and stuff. And so it's like, okay. And we know that they can like manipulate gravity and like, mm-hmm. you know, levitate things. So when they're, they, they would, I like, it made sense to and me. They that can sense, you can sense other people and stuff. So it makes sense that you could go, okay, he's over there. If I jump out of the car now, I might land on his. Yeah, I, I, I kind of know his position. The dimension that's missing for me is the them connecting with the spiritual side of it. Mm. Uh, it's having not, to like release their butthole and free their mind. To, yeah, like, yeah exactly. we got a lot of that in like Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and, and Return like, of the Jedi. I think that's what makes the Force interesting. Is that it's like you have to tap into that part of yourself, and it's what makes it a universal story. Or it? you clench your butthole really hard. Really that hard. also, like, <laughs> yeah, that, that makes it better. It's too. Like, you stop the Force leaking out. It's like a a real like Shaolin monk story versus the karate kid. Yeah. I feel like the prequels made it the karate kid where it's like, if you train and swing your lightsaber enough, you're going to be super strong. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. instead of like this, like you never see the Jedi go into isolation, and like really tap into this hard, dark part of themselves. Like they never go into a cave and face themselves. Yes. And like tr- really they come to, out of a factory actually. Yeah. And it's <laughs> literally a factory, uh, a bunch of I, kids in this temple. And I yeah, feel like yeah. there's a lot of things in the prequel that we just accept because we were kids when, when it came out, but are like fundamentally make star Wars worse. Yeah. No, I think I accept what you're saying here that like, you know, obviously I grew up with them and I thought the like Jedi doing cool shit was cool. Same. But uh I do agree that that it would the it would be so much better if we had that sort of mystical element and like the sort of like more psychological emotional element of okay, in order to connect to the force you have to like go through these things. Mm-hmm. To be charitable, if I'm being charitable to George Lucas and the prequels, then I might say, okay, we don't have that element as much because part of the story is how the Jedi have lost their way and how they have actually become corrupted and forgot who they are Yoda makes such bad calls yeah Yeah. I really was a focus of the movie because like yes in hindsight we've kind of changed the story to be about that but I don't think that was the intention of George Lucas can we bring it back to episode three I I have two big gripes I want to hear your thoughts on but wait to to address that point I feel like we'll get back to that but but I I do want to address because I feel like watching it this time again I feel like it is a little bit there more so than I noticed before because I mean we have Mace Windu going to take down Palpatine right away uh, with like a bunch of Jedi who suck. <laughs> My favorite Two of them immediately get killed. Yeah. Palpatine takes his lightsaber and goes. He just literally boom, boom. just stabs one right away with no resistance. Um, also, before that scene, it's so great because Anakin's like, "I think Palpatine's a Sith Lord," and Mace Windu's like, "What? Huh? The first time you're telling me this? Oh, that's so crazy!" And they're on. They're walking as they have this conversation, and at the end of their walk. He gets onto a gunship where like four or five other Jedi Masters are there and they go straight to Palpatine. We were going to play poker tonight. (laughs) (laughs) We were on the way to the party, but uh, yeah, I guess we'll stop by. Hold your bets, guys, because I got some news. And then they have that whole fight and the other Jedi die and then Mace Windu is like, he's too powerful to to be left alive and Anakin's like, he has to stand trial and Mace Windu isn't acting like a Jedi. He's acting like someone who's drunk with power and he's like, this is a threat, so I have the 
jurisdiction to just murder somebody. I think that well, he's I, recognizing all the systemic power that Palpatine has garnered. Yeah, for sure. And it's like you can definitely make a moral argument for like killing him right there. But I'm just saying that like the Jedi are supposed to be, you know, okay, I'm not going to murder someone in cold blood when they when I've beaten them. Obviously, you know, I don't know. I, I think though I agree. Where like, I, that's again, me being very charitable. I think with the charitable, I think you could make an argument for it. I think to me, it's so clear that the the storytelling control was not there right uh, and it was just like we need we need to get from point a to point b and the uh, big objective was to get from anakin innocent child into the darth vader suit yeah and everything serves that even at the like the expense of thematic or bigger ideas about the jedi my yeah. biggest problem is the route they take to do that like i even as a teenager probably 16 when this came out um the third one yeah I, mean, was I, I was never that kind of like compelled by his transition uh, to the dark side. I it seemed kind of awkward. It's like, oh, he he just wants to like get this one power to save his wife. I think it would have been cool if he was seduced more like, yeah, everything the Jedi taught you was wrong. Just yeah. one way of looking at it. You can look at it this way and it's like super cool and when he should have had know, to, they lied to if you. If there was like a bigger philosophical yeah. element instead of just like, I'm telling you that the Jedi are planning to take over and he's like, what? Well, he should have had to face off against like a foe that was stronger than him, and he ha- should have had to tap into the dark side, and that right. should have been like uh, a moment of him like starting. <laughs> I, I think to turn. a lot of this happens in that Clone Wars animated series. Yes, that's a hundred, which is obviously true. better. Man, yeah, uh, the, well, the the two D one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I and well, people like the three people. One. Yeah, people would say that it happens in well, the, people, the CGI one too. People, oh, anytime we talk about Star Wars, like, well, yeah, they fix it in the, in the Clone Wars. I'm sorry, I'm not going to watch it. They didn't fix it. They, they helped a bit. Yeah. And it's all retcon. <laughs> and to me, retcon stuff never feels correct. Like, it's the same with with any of the TV shows or, like, even Rogue One, when they try and retcon big issues, big holes. And, like, the hole still exists, even though you tried to pretend like it wasn't there because there was this solution. Right. Because it came after. It does, it, no, it was not. It's, it doesn't fix it. Yeah. It makes me very frustrated. What were you going to say, James? I interrupted you. Do you remember? I don't know. I just don't like that whole the path to it is just not cool. Like it's not compelling to me. And then also like when it happens is the duel like with Windu there. It's, I just don't like it, man. Yeah, <laughs> it just seems it just <laughs> doesn't seem realistic. It does not. It seems super fake. Like it. It seems like two. They got two old guys in there, and they are like badly doing. And then Windu like or like Anakin cuts off Windu's arm, and then shoots out of the window and what have i done oh no what have i done yeah <laughs> yeah like, and he goes full evil he's like yeah i'll do anything you ask now yeah mm-hmm. it's a very uh mm-hmm. it's a very dramatic operatic scene there but uh yeah it, i think that it would have worked a lot better if we had more of this gadget man when you said like oh if he faces off against a, someone more powerful and he had to tap into the dark side i'm like that just made me think like there are so many ways, so many ways. that yes. you could rewrite these the thing is because every person thinks that what they're doing is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like your your enemies, you know. That's like the the problem with our our society today is we can't talk to each other because we don't agree on truths, right? It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, the insurrection happened because they thought that this person stole. The, they literally thought they stole the election. Yeah. That they were doing the right thing. Yes. So, and I don't see that in this movie. It's just kind of mm. like, yeah, I'm trying to save my wife, and yeah, yeah I'm 100%. just, just yeah. going to do this bad it thing. It seems like the two real components are he wanted to save his wife's life, and he thought the Jedi were actually taking over. And I'm like, okay, wait, if he, if he didn't think the Jedi were taking over, would he still have turned? Because it seems like he see, he witnesses Mace Windu like basically attacking Palpatine, and so it's like, wait, so Darth Vader? The whole reason that Darth Vader exists is because he happened to walk into this room and see Mace Windu doing this, and if he didn't see that, maybe he wouldn't have become Darth Vader. Yeah, 
Like, like I, I just like. See, I'm man, there's tons of moments like that in the first scene of this edit when when Maul is fighting Qui Gon. It's like, man, if Maul would have just cut that kid in half right now, the saga's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. guess that probably wasn't his mandate. No, no. he's probably going to collect him. It's just so weird for me to think of Darth Vader being this like badass villain. He's like in his convictions and like you can't convince him to turn to the uh, turn become good again or whatever. He's like the most scary figure in the galaxy because. He walked into the room at the wrong time and got tricked. I want to see the fan edit where uh, Anakin's speeder doesn't take off and he's just there and he's trying to like get it to work. But then they kill <laughs> they kill Palpatine and it all ends up okay, happy. Well, then, yeah, there's all sorts of things like that. Um, uh, you want to do some nitpicks? Oh, wait. I, I wanted to talk one more thing about that, that scene. Um, a lot of the things that suck about the prequels and all the like Disney Star Wars shit where they go back and are like, we're going to do Han Solo movie is when they do the... Here's how Han Solo got his pants. Here's yeah. how Han Solo got his name. The In this one, I think one of the worst moments, and again, I just accepted it when I was a kid, but watching it this time, I was like, this is so fucking stupid, is how the Emperor gets his looks. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's so stupid. I'm, I'm actually really glad you brought that up. Yeah. Because this is like, I feel like it's a trope that has extended to other things as well, where it's like, oh, this guy looks weird, so we're going to show this whole crazy accident where they get disfigured or whatever and it's like we don't need it like can't we you just show and he's, he doesn't even look that fucked up in return of the jedi like he looks like someone who's just aged like yeah, he, he's 200 he, years old yeah he looks like someone who is just he's only alive because of the dark side and so he just got more wrinkly and wrinkly and wrinkly yep. but in this one they had to be like oh no that's lightning scars and i'm like that's so stupid it also just looks like just bad it's just um, so bad terrible I guess I was going to say another franchise of which something the, this exact thing happens, but uh, that's spoilers, and I don't want to do that, so I okay. won't even say the franchise. In that case... Oh, I know which one you're talking about. It's time for Hit Picks and Nitpicks. Wait! Nope. Nitpicks. Okay, this is a very broad nitpick. That's screw you. That's not in the spirit of nitpicks. I feel like watching this movie has made me think that maybe it's just impossible to do Star Wars well anymore. I think after watching this, I thought maybe I maybe I don't even like Star Wars. <laughs> maybe I just I thought I had to because when I was a kid, all the adults were like, "That's the best thing from when I was a kid." Like, yeah, my, I knew my uncle liked it. I was like, "You like Star Wars? Cool, I'll like it too." Yeah, and then the prequels came out. That was cool shit. But maybe they actually all suck. They've always sucked. They've always okay, sucked. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm wait. watching Obi Wan, and I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but this is what I'm saying. This, this is my this is my thesis here. Okay, the original trilogy, yeah, they're cheesy, you know, fun movies or whatever, but they're good as good fun cheesy movies. You know, the dialogue is is not prequel level. And it's I, it's good. I There's think a hero's five journey there. Elevated it to be better than yes. what that movie kind of movie can be. Sure, and and then we got the prequels, and I feel like Star Wars has been poisoned by this whole cycle of thing is released there's backlash to it enough time passes and then we're like well eh, maybe it was so bad you know <laughs> and then we have nostalgia related to the prequels so we know that they're bad movies but we enjoy watching them because uh we have that nostalgia and now i'm like okay wait now i feel like there's been this mistake where we have these bad movies as our benchmark of star wars and maybe it's just impossible yeah we're see fucked. i liked rogue one Rogue One was right. good, but you know why Rogue One was good? Because it didn't really feel, it almost didn't feel like Star Wars. It felt like a war movie. 
Like it felt like a different kind of movie in the Star Wars universe. Well, it feels like a fan movie where they're like, we're going to explain how they got the plans for yeah. the Death Star. It's a story that doesn't need to be told, but there, it's like, there, okay, sure. I feel like there are some really good, fun Star Wars moments in Rogue One, like the space battle above uh, Seraph is super cool. The last 40 minutes is sick. Um, but I'm not sure, like outside of Rogue One, it seems like every Star Wars thing that they've put out is just like so offensively mediocre to me. Well, like it's just, some of them are okay, yeah. The Mandalorian, but it's like, pretty good, man. It's fine. Duh, I don't know. Well, There's they, two good Star Wars movies, and we just keep going. We're like yeah. an abusive relationship. Yeah, hey, I think all the originals are great. Well, I think Star Wars has been carried by its extended universe for a long time. Like, I think the books and the video games, especially, are what have made people excited. Because do you think yeah. about the prequels? The prequels suck, and at the time we knew they sucked. But there was all these amazing video games oh, that were man, coming out. Like we had sure. the Jedi Knight series. We had oh, the Knights Obi-Wan. of the Old Republic. So cool. Nope, that game sucks. I played it on stream. I hated that. Oh, game. really? I Republic? played, it, played it so much as a kid. Maybe maybe it's because like the the I never played it, but I I was like, this is horrible. Oh, you never played KOTOR? Um, no, I played KOTOR, not no, the Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Oh. Uh, but then right. I, I, I played Fallen Order. I, I turned off that game. I was like, fuck this game. I'm not playing it. And I put on Fallen Order. And I was like... Oh, you know what? Video games might save Star Fallen Wars Order again. Fallen Order is great. It's awesome. Jedi Survivor coming out, buddy. Yeah, All right, I'm here's stoked. back to the nitpicks. Okay. How can Yoda fall? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? How can he fall? What like do you mean? He's, he's in this fight where he's hanging on to these like Senate boosts, and he's falling. Ah! These guys, Yoda can pick shit up with his mind, and he can pick up heavy stuff. And he weighs, what, 20 pounds? It's actually... How can he possibly fall? It's actually super irritating to me that we never see Jedi levitating themselves. Like, like uh, we've seen it, we've actually seen it in Expanded Universe stuff. I think it happens in the 2D Why Clone don't they Wars. fly? Like, what the hell? Yeah. How yeah. can he fall? Well, I I think the, the level <laughs> of... So the level of force power, like... I, I think that uh, it's pretty consistent uh, depiction in Star Wars universe in general that like lifting giant objects is hard. So like flying would be hard. Like it wouldn't be just like I'm flying around. It's it's totally fine. You'd have to be like exerting yourself the whole time. So it's like you don't want to do that. But Yoda is so strong and so light that it doesn't make sense that he can fall. Yes. I'm not even saying let very, him fly like Superman, but he can't fall. At the ver- like we see all these like implications that Jedi are kind of like slowing their fall with the Force, but we never really see someone falling and then being like I'm sl- I'm now I'm like slowing myself and a light landing. Like we never see that. You know what been a it's sweet so irritating scene to me. Between Anakin and uh, Padme is a Superman scene where he picks her up and they go into the sky in the moonlight. <laughs> that would have been dope. No, that would have convinced me that he could that, actually get laid. That would not. Yeah. That would not have been dope. Here's but. here's a nitpick. Uh, or oh, yeah, so uh, Obi Wan gets picked up by Dooku and then thrown over. This is in the the final fight when Dooku gets his head cut off. Um, Obi Wan gets picked up by Dooku, kind of like Magneto picking up Wolverine when he's just like spread eagle like. Ugh! In midair, and then he gets tossed across the room, and then some like balcony gets laid on top of him. Um, why? When he when Dooku picks him up, he's like four feet away from him. He could have just picked him up and chopped him in half, <laughs> but he doesn't. <laughs> Story yeah. reasons, I guess. Yeah, he there's pick a lot him up of from farther away. This is dumb. There's a lot of things like that where it's just like, okay. And this is why this is why it's so frustrating when you see like official Star Wars properties do stupid things yeah. where you're just like, why wouldn't they just do this? And then you see fan creations, you see fan films where like they explore these kind of things. It's like, hey, the most efficient way to kill somebody would just be to like pick them up 
and slice them. And like, I feel like I've seen that in, in fan depictions, like fan content. And it's like, why can't we get, why can't Disney or the official people just like understand that we want to see people do cool shit with the force that makes sense. Yeah, the best thing sense. to do is actually just pilot your lightsaber around like it's a yeah. mind yeah. control jet and just like spear it across the room and through someone's head. This is head. one of the funniest things that, that lightsaber throwing, like a lightsaber throw is like a staple move in every Star Wars video game that yeah. has a lightsaber basically. I'm sure it's not everything, but but like that's based off the fact that like Luke Darth Vader throws his oh, lightsaber yeah. at Luke in uh, in the Cloud City fight, I think at one point, yeah. and but he never we never see him like retrieve it like a boomerang. But that is that is like a staple. Like yeah. everyone knows Jedi can do lightsaber throws, yeah. and we never see that in a movie. Why not? This is too powerful. They should be doing that all the time. <laughs> I think, like you said, it's like Zondu or like what what's his name in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? The blue dude, Zondu, Vondu. I don't know. He has a little arrow thing that he can just like what? go and oh, kill like that 100 guy. people. It might be Zondu. I don't know. Uh, it's something. Yeah, do it's definitely Zondu of some kind. Yeah, you just do that with lightsabers. Here's a big nitpick. The The whole premise of Padme dying at the end of Return of the, oh, yeah. of the Revenge of the Sith is that she's she's not medically hurt. She's just lost her will to live. It's like she's dying of a broken <laughs> heart or something like that. And I just don't think that fits her character. Not and it's actually offensive to women. Yeah. Uh, not to be like about it, but like it actually is because she is such a strong willed yeah. character the entire saga. And she's. She, and they Anakin's explicitly. always saying stupid autocratic shit. And she's like, you're an idiot. Yeah. You don't understand how our legal system works. And, and they she explicitly just, tell you at certain points that, like, whoa, what? I Like uh, when they're going off, Obi Wan's like, I hope he doesn't do something stupid. And. and general whatever his name is not panaka it's the other guy but he's like oh i'd be more worried about her doing something and it's like yeah. the movie is explicitly trying to tell youngest you. queen ever like yeah. she's yeah such a bad bitch yeah and then she's just gonna be like oh Anakin. i'm like she would just leave with she would take those fucking kids and peace out she doesn't need right. this guy it's just so stupid to be like well if i can't love anakin the guy <laughs> yeah it's then i'm weird... dead it's just yeah, so it's stupid very misogynistic where he's like he should have just murdered her he's cut into seven pieces he's like burnt to a crisp they drag him off the magma and he gets to, he knows his kids are dead and he gets to live yeah. and be strong i know that somebody in the room was like why doesn't he just murder her yeah. and they must have been like well because you know he is a fan we want people the fans to not like despise him even though he has killed children already <laughs> so he is deplorable yeah. he's like literally the worst person so like instead yeah. what they do instead is palpatine's like you killed her. And he's like, no! But actually, he should have just fucking killed yeah, her. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I I like... This This edit cuts out him, like, quote-unquote killing her. I guess it's never really... I didn't look into the lore much to find out whether he actually killed her or whether she actually died of a broken heart or whatever. But, like, I guess if he was, like, force-killing her from a far away, then they would be like, I don't know why she's dying, but she's dying, you know? And that, yeah. at least from a lore perspective, that sort of made sense, yeah. because it's like, he's probably thinking about her, and maybe because he's so in the dark side, just, like, thinking about her is killing her. Like, I can I can see that making sense. Well, and they even have uh, a... The fact that there is a confrontation between them, where he chokes her and yeah. shit, like, you can pretty easily have him murder her. You're yeah. gonna have to do it in a special way that she can still give birth. But they got technology or and stuff. Maybe he, she gives birth and then they have a yeah, confrontation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the uh, way to do it. You can make the it, argument that he wouldn't kill the person carrying his children. No. But he might. And that would make it... If he thought he killed his children, that would be even worse. Oh, um, nitpick for me. Uh, and this is like a movie broad nitpick, but when this movie does it, and this, the when she they catch the bounty hunter and they like knock her on her back or whatever, 
And when they when you capture someone that's resisting arrest or resisting you, but then they like freely put their arm around your shoulder so you can carry them because it's a movie. <laughs> yeah. And they need you to like they need to like drag you to another scene. It's like in real life, that person would be like, no, fuck you, like yeah. pushing you off. They like, like pull out a up. knife and try to. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But she's just like freely puts her arm around and like walks. OK, with you got yeah. me. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. You cut off my hand. So yeah. I'm dying. Oh, another nitpick. Uh, this is not an original one for me, but it, every time I hear it now, it makes me so mad. Is when Obi Wan to Count Dooku, uh, I think, I think um, Sidious is like, oh, watch out, he's a Sith Lord, and he's like, don't worry, Sith Lords are a speciality. Uh, oh, yeah. and Who it's says like, that? Uh, Obi Wan, and it's that. like, actually, no, Dooku kicked your ass last time, <laughs> dude. Like, and you've literally never fucking faced on a two a Sith on Lord. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, what? It's a stupid lie. <laughs> the Jedi yeah, it suck is. compared to the Sith. Um. And nitpick for me, well, like a, a laughing nitpick. Palpatine asks Anakin to sit on the council, right? He's like, oh, be my representative on the council. Anakin goes to the council and they're like, okay, you can do that. And Obi-Wan's like, ooh, your friendship with the Chancellor has paid off. And Anakin's like, he has nothing to do with this. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you What do you mean? About? The and whole is the whole reason you're right. You said that. Then he's mad that he's on the council, but not a master. I'm like, yeah, you should be so happy. You just got this gift to yeah. freaking just be in the council. It's like, yeah, they're letting me hand over the White House, but I'm not even a senator. But I'm not even president. <laughs> you're just a regular guy, dude. Like, how do you be happy get to um, be there. Major nitpick. They cut out the whole grievous lightsaber fight which is like okay if we're gonna watch these stupid prequel movies yeah. we c- keep the cool that's iconic like, i was glad up till that point because i'm like oh man they kept all the cool lightsaber fights at least i mean go- dooku whatever I, that's not even a cool fight really yeah. um but they kept all the good stuff and then right as he's about to like start fighting grievous they cut away i'm like what the- he's the guy with the four arms he's got four lightsabers yeah. we're gonna cut gotta, that out you can cut the chase i think the chase isn't particularly yeah. good but that's what fight is pretty and then sweet. we cut out yeah. to the end it's like keep the worst part of the grievous fight which is just him like punching each other yeah. and More like, like a grievous omission right? oh, hey. uh, it really annoys me when uh mace windu and Django are fighting and then the lightsaber lands in the fight and Django just dives for the lightsaber because he's like this stupid idiot bounty hunter who's never <laughs> faced a jedi who can Except just for pull, obi-wan in the same thing. movie so it's like it's so yeah, it's like such a dumb way of getting him closer so that Kawhi, or yeah. what's his face can cut his head off. Yeah. That's annoying. Django sucks. Django you know who else does sucks? Suck. Boba Fett. Boba. You know who also sucks? Everyone in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to talk about Obi-Wan in one second. Uh, nitpick, or hit pick, I guess. <laughs> when, he, when they fight, when they confront, the Jedi confront Palpatine and he stands up and like s- s- force grabs his lightsaber out and he's like, it's trees and then do a barrel roll. <laughs> like, he just, and that like sound effect. Oh. <laughs> it's like a Mortal Kombat move. It's, sick. it's just so stupid. It's so stupid. Like they were like, at that point, they were like, okay, we've done basically all the cool lightsaber stuff. What can we do now? It would have been what way better if, they, if it, those, Barrel roll. those Jedi henchmen just had to approach him. He just like puts out his lightsaber and stands there. And then those other Jedi who get killed immediately were just engaged in one-on-one. And he demonstrated his prowess by just dispatching them. We'd yeah. be like, oh shit. Yes. And then... That would serve to build up the the fight with actual wind. That's another thing that I think the prequels really fuck up is that the Jedi are reliant on lightsabers. And I think that like every Jedi skill circles around being good with a sword. Yeah. And that sucks because like the Jedi could be so much cooler if like there was like other force powers that were like just as viable. Like shooting energy at her hands yeah, like, like the like Sith. Darth Sidious doesn't need to be proficient with a lightsaber to kill people and yeah. i think that'd be way cooler if he was so much better than them that like these people yeah. attack him with lightsabers and without a weapon he just 
He and to bounce off of that, Yoda just shouldn't have a lightsaber. No, yeah, 100%. that was weird. I mean, so like, I will say that you're 100 percent right. That uh, well, not 100 percent right. You're you are more than 50 percent. Probably right. <laughs> mostly right that the prequels. I don't know if they were like intending to tell this story 100 percent that the Jedi have like lost their way and that's why things went bad, but. Definitely what we got in the expanded universe after the prequels was that story told over and over again. And that's why I think, you know, we've talked about this when we got to The Last Jedi and it's like, okay, we're learning for the first time that we thought the Jedi and the prequels were really good. And now we're there. You're blowing my mind, Ryan Johnson, by telling me that they were messed up. Like, because in the expanded universe, following the prequels, we got that story. We got like Jedi doing like talking about the 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 republic jedi and how they had like gotten big heads and they re- they were generals of armies you know they were yeah. like platoon commanders instead of like monks who were like guiding people spiritually and like protecting people when they need it you know um and in the new jedi order book series we get this like really really great uh exploration of of the force outside of the Jedi paradigm with Jason Solo. He goes on this whole thing because this, this species invades called the Yuzan. Right, land the ship, Riley. We're I, out I, of will, time I here. will. I just, I just mean that like he, he goes on this whole exploratory journey of like um, connecting with the non-Jedi aspects of the Force and in the end, this, the cl- climactic battle of that series, this isn't really spoilers, but he learns to control the Force to like uh, uh, control his excretions of his body hell yeah so, so like he's fighting this other person who can do this too and they're like manipulating <laughs> fight. they're mani- they're manipulating like the molecules in their blood and stuff to is turn it, it toxic or is it can they manipulate other people's i mean they're 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 manipulating, manipulating their own and okay. then like scratching each other so then it's like poisoning each other and they're having this whole like fight and it's like cool can a male have multiple orgasms maybe <laughs> i just mean that like it's 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 sad to see uh, that kind of element uh, not explored so much in in the in the main mainline franchise. Do you know, do you know what they need entries? to do in the next uh, release of the Star Wars franchise? Is instead of having to be like a Blu-ray set or whatever, it's like a piece of software, and it's just like, hey, what are the things about Star Wars you like? You like these fights? You like this? You do that? You just check mark that. Make your own Star and then Wars. It generates generates <laughs> movies for you. <laughs> Maybe. All right, guys, speaking of movies, how about now playing Obi Wan? Obi Wan. Uh, three episodes out so far. Yep. Wait, when this one comes out, there will be another Four. one. Episode. We're talking about three. three. But well, we've seen three so far. What do we think? Yo, basically sucks. But oh, hey, spoilers! <laughs> spoilers for Obi Wan. Obviously, if you haven't yeah, watched, remember yeah. when I was saying how it's dumb that the Jedi uniform in the prequels is those cloaks? Because the only reason <laughs> that's a costume in the movie is because. Obi-Wan in the originals is on Tatooine hiding and he's wearing this cloak. Yeah. And then they retcon that to be like, that's the uniform of the Jedi. The whole council's Even wearing hiding, It wearing comes it. to such stark relief in Obi-Wan because he's on Tatooine hiding wearing these cloaks. But that, but now we know that's just what Jedi wear. <laughs> then he goes on a secret mission to save this princess. <laughs> where he's trying to where hide. Where he's hiding and he's dressed like a fucking Jedi. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. He's yeah. like, oh God, don't, let's do a costume change. I'll put my hood on. Now yeah. you look even more like a Jedi. Yeah, it's like no one else here is wearing hoods. Do you see anyone else wearing long brown cloaks and hoods? Yeah, it's dumb. So yeah, stupid. Yeah, really it's stupid. It's like they really played themselves. Like they're in a pretzel now. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So I will say that like episode one kind of was like i was like okay you know it it wasn't like great it was like around mandalorian if maybe like a little bit better than like the opening uh, episodes of mandalorian sure. where you're like 
Okay, the promise that you're making is like maybe there's something coming that could be good, you know? Uh, there's still this sort of like cheesy CW level dialogue and like we- weird acting by background actors and stuff and props kind of look fake and 3D printed and stuff. But, you know, Ewan McGregor really elevates it. There's there's sure. that, like, we have that base level of, like, n- modern Disney Star Wars show that is just kind of, like, seems kind of amateur. But then Ewan McGregor being there, his performance is really good. Mm-hmm. D- would you agree? I agree. Yeah. I think that he's the reason to watch it. That's yeah. why they call it I don't the think show. the series is crap. Well, the first episode well, was pretty good, except for that kid chase. I th- yeah, that's embarrassing. Do Let's not chase about- a kid. I was, I was working up to the chip yeah. chase. Yeah. I the think kid that, chase. to me, the show is emblematic of the systemic issue that star wars is currently stuck in where they're telling both literally and like like thematically they're telling the same story over and over longer with more detail like Mm -hmm. we like like story-wise we're we're constantly getting the disenfranchised warrior from a damn like a dying tribe who has to learn to care again yeah we've gotten that story like 15 fucking times we had like the mandalorian rogue one like that's what they just keep fucking i think that's all they can do because We've talked before about the different character levers. They're either going to get more competent, more proactive, or more likable. Mm. Well, we like Obi-Wan. Yeah. We know he's competent as heck. So all that's left is proactivity. Yeah. He mm. has to care. But it's so it's so uninteresting. And I think the show is totally okay. It's like in the sixth range for me where it's 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 fine to watch. I'm not yeah. like mad that it's on. But it's it's just Star Wars has become just like the same thing over and over. And if it's not that thematic story, it's just the Skywalker saga, another part of it, just deeper dive. Yeah. I just don't fucking care, That's man. Exactly what you said in the beginning of this podcast. Like, I mean, the of this sh- as a podcast, like years ago, you were like, I don't know about TV, man. It's not more content than a movie. It's just 10 hours instead of two hours. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's the same content stretched out thin. And that's yes. what was episode two? It was a ch- <laughs> of, of Obi-Wan. It was a chase from that like rough and tough planet to getting off the ship. And what was episode three? It was a continuation of that chase, now in a rural area. Like, nothing has happened. Yeah. 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 I will say, I was very strong. I had very strong negative feelings after episode one and two. I kind of enjoyed episode three. Just okay, for, like, when the that, fan shit happens. When that fight, when... Yes. When Vader put him in that, that fire, sick. that was insane. <laughs> yeah, I was, was like, is he going to cool. be scarred and shit? Yeah. What's going on? But then that they, was, yeah. But then they back off and he's not really scarred. And I was like, oh. No. And then... But the no, fire but, lights again, and for some reason Vader can't grab him yeah, from I was across confused. it. And then there's like a someone shoots from the, the hills on the side, and yeah. Vader can't Honestly, grab that I person. Really, I really like the dynamic of the Force powers, where like Anakin's been like like honing his skill like a fucking razor, sh- yeah. like sharp knife, and, and Obi Wan's been hiding. He's like rusty and stuff, and I like that power dynamic. Yeah, and I like that. I'm sure they'll play with that a little bit. I don't I like the like Michael that. Myers like Obi's running and then this lumbering zombie yeah, is like dumb. suddenly in front of him. It's like what, dude? He's got like the force. He can force speed. Like, <laughs> he can force teleport. I've seen, yeah. Apparently, I've seen some like uh, takedowns of like the editing in that sequence where they like cross the line of action so that we see Obi Wan running to the right, and then we cut back to <laughs> we cut back to Darth Vader, and then it cuts back to. Obi-Wan running left out of some dunes and we're like it, it looks like he's running back towards where he just was <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? figure it out you know oh, Dave Filoni it. you know I love him he's come up with some great cool characters and I you know I think he really is a true Star Wars fan which is what we really need to like make proper Star Wars movies that don't anger everybody but at the same time it just things seem so amateur sometimes and it's 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 just disappointing like all I want is a good Star Wars Property. I just, I feel so. This is what I wrote down about 
about after watching the prequels and then thinking about Obi-Wan that I had seen so far, I'm like, at least half of what makes Star Wars good, and maybe this is this is provocative for me to say as a Star Wars fan, at least half of what makes Star Wars good is the music. Sure. Because John Williams' score, I mean, like, take any scene in episode three and replace it with another more generic so- like a score that we have in like Obi-Wan or Mandalorian or whatever, you know? Not to say that the movie, the, the music in those shows suck, but they're just not, they're not John Williams. You know, they're not, yeah, it's yeah. not that level. And replace that in episode three and it's just immediately so much worse. 100%. You, you, you see the seams, you see the bad performances and the bad dialogue, but you forgive a lot of that when the music is making you feel such crazy emotion. So like half of Star Wars is the music, the next quarter is like the lightsabers and spaceships and cool sure, stuff, okay? Yeah. And then the last quarter is the hero's journey stuff, epic, high-stakes, space opera, family drama, you'd betrayed me, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Like, that. that is what makes Star Wars really good. And so now... We don't have any of that. We don't have John I Williams. I think you're missing out characters too. Well, Han char- Solo characters are in characters are in that sort of like hero's quarter. journey stuff. Like Han right. Solo is cool because sure. he plays this role in the story of Luke and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so now we don't really have any of that stuff. Yeah. Like we're rehashing old characters. We're we're rehashing old stories and copy pasting them into this one to make it seem new, but it's not. I'm looking at a meme right now on the r slash saltier than crate subreddit, Is which I subscribe to. Is that Star Star Wars? It's like it's it oh, started after the Last Jedi for people who were like, Aww. well, it's because they're saltier. They're they're salty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I get it. I get it. It's like Star Wars shows trying not to be about a father figure protecting a child. Impossible challenge, and it's showing all of these <laughs> Anakin and ah- and Ahsoka, uh, Ezra and What's his name? Baby Yoda? No, from Rebels. Uh, I'm know. losing points for... Rem- for rem- rem- it's Star Wars a J. Uh, Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. The Bad Batch has a kid in there, too. Yeah, and now Obi-Wan is. and Leia. It's, it's the like, same fucking story. It's the same thing, and it's That's, just tired. It's because it's for kids, and the kids need to relate to it. They need to see themselves on screen. I just feel like, man... Like, yeah. the, I, why didn't they put Leia in any of the trailers if this was going to be such a huge part of the story? Like we thought that Obi Wan is there protecting Luke, yeah. and I'm not saying that, like he should. We should have Luke being I like doing baby stupid. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I, I actually don't hate her at all. And I think she's got good sass. Like the yeah, way, I like the characterization. Like in the third episode where she's the clever one coming up with the, the lies and stuff. I was like, yeah, I like this. Yeah, I like but this. I, the just, problem just the is chases, the, Although, yeah, yeah, the chase in the second episode was was okay because she's in this market and she's slipping through yeah. underneath people's skirts and crap. Totally. But that's fine. But in the first <laughs> one, I was like, yo, I can catch that kid in about three strides. That was honestly. Maybe the worst TV show scene I've ever seen in my it's life. Hilarious! Like, and then the guy comes out to help her. Hey, I'm here. What's going on? <laughs> she runs and she like goes under a branch, and the other guy comes up to the branch. It's chest height. He could duck. He's just like, oh no, you stopped me. Yeah, they should have. Uh, they should have just had them immediately catch her and pick her up. Like it, that, it wasn't even could, like just so scary. It wasn't even scary. bad to the point of being funny. It was just like, I mean, I guess it was a bit, a bit funny. I was laughing, but I was like, it was painful laughing. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, how could you. you do this? The music is such an essential piece of Star Wars. I don't hate the Obi-Wan theme, but it's got nothing. Like even, I briefly mentioned it in the this fan edit. I like the final Darth Vader scene mm. better than I think the original one. Because the original one is kind of like the sad choral music that's building up to the big no. Yeah, yeah. But in this, it's the Empire the theme. Bah, 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 bah. And it's going up and it's giving him the flashes of all the things that made him turn and all the things he's lost. Right. And like that music makes it so fucking powerful. Mm-hmm. And they are losing that. I think the Mandalorian has a cool theme, 
But it doesn't make me feel the same as like the John Williams. Yeah. Things. After after hearing the Mandalorian theme a few times, I was like, bah, 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 bah. I was like, okay, I'm singing along yeah. with it. But it doesn't. Yeah, it's not the same power. Like, like it's like it makes you it makes you lean forward because you're like, oh, this is the galaxy at stake. The starship battles, like the. It's so good. I mean. Yeah. yeah. We got to wrap this up, he's guys. Legendary. Okay, we are watching anything else? Yeah, I'm watching. There's so many shows that came out this week. It's fucking insane. Mm. Like, The Boys came out. Don't really love the new season. They're going too far in the, like, we're pushing the envelope. We're doing crazy shit. Like, uh, do you guys care about spoilers of the Boys? Yeah, I do care about spoilers. Okay. I didn't watch season two yet. And I heard it was really good. From season you guys, two is. So. I really like season two. Mm. So far, it's the beginning. So maybe they're just doing the shocking stuff. They'll do the cool story thematic stuff later the first episode was fine but they're just doing way too much of the shock yeah uh, it felt a little cheap that's kind of how i felt like you know i've watched the first season and then i started watching i think i, I watched episode one and two of, of season two that's exactly what i did yeah <laughs> and i was kind of like nah it's not really keeping me because you know we've talked about this before on the podcast but like i just feel like the sort of like deconstructing superheroes has been deconstructed itself now and it's sure. now it's tired a little bit you know we've got invincible we've got the boys we've got all these stories of like oh superheroes are actually bad superman so, could be evil yeah yeah i i think that the show peaks in late season two i think season two is actually quite good you haven't seen all of season three yet exactly so I, i'm not i'm holding out i didn't like season two up until like the third or fourth episode oh, okay. when it starts to kind of like coalesce and come together right when i stopped what um, else are we watching a Stranger Things? Yeah. You guys finished Stranger Things? I finished the, what is out there so far of season Oh yeah, I guess it's part four, two that has part to come out. Volume two, I think it's two episodes? two episodes. But they're probably like two hours each. Yeah, kind of it's thing. like four or five, or four hours I don't hours care about spoilers together. for that, so go uh, ahead. Really? Audience, we're going to talk about Stranger Things season four. Yes, yeah, spoilers. Spoilers in three, two, one. Nice. <laughs> uh, I liked it. Yeah. I think it's my favorite of all the shows that I've watched over the last two weeks, which is a lot. Uh, I think they do some cool things. They do this Stranger Things characters now that they've grown up have a different dynamic and some of them i don't like mm-hmm. but where they take the overall story i thought was really cool yeah we talked in was it the last episode we, we, we mentioned stranger things briefly um and how like they are leaning way more into like the horror side of it with yeah. like some really gruesome deaths that you're witnessing in, in real time and stuff um and i was kind of like this feels kind of weird because it's like not really the vibe but like by the end of uh episode seven which is how many there are out so far it, it it comes back and I'm like, yeah, this feels like Stranger Things. I'm bought in. I really like the sort of more more human protagonist. Yeah. Uh, Wait, protagonist or antagonist? Antagonist, sorry. Who turns out to be a human. A human. Oh. Um, and uh, that's oh, that's what I was talking about with the lightning. Yeah. Where he gets disfigured by lightning. Didn't need that. And we're like, Rick, come yeah. on, like he said, we can just you can just tell us that he's been in the upside down for for exactly. years and now he got mutated. You know, yeah. it's like it doesn't need to be like a specific. But, thing, but that was yeah. a cool element that he like maybe created the upside down. Yeah, because it he's like one everything in the upside down is dated to the day that Eleven opened the portal. Yeah, that's cool. I thought Turning that was this world upside down. Yeah, yeah, I like that that reveal. And I think the show did an excellent job of giving you enough information where in hindsight, you're like, oh, it was there. But I didn't think of that. I was like, I, this has got to be someone. He's too human. Yeah. I thought maybe it was Billy or something like uh, until about like 20 minutes before, like it's explicit. And I was like, I think this is exactly when the show wanted me to start questioning. Yeah. And I think it was a masterful level of just, just yeah. like, I will say you. that whole exposition dump in episode, uh, it was, was, it was long. 
felt it was too long and also it just felt really awkward because yeah. Nancy is being invaded by Vecna's mind and she's seeing the story that is being told by one aka Vecna to Eleven in her memory flashback that we're also witnessing at the same time and it's like wait so Nancy isn't getting the exposition she's yeah. just seeing all this stuff but Eleven's getting the exposition but she's not seeing all the stuff it was just like, wait, what? Yeah. This is such a weird, but the audience is getting the full picture, but they're not. It's weird. I liked the uh, the way they kind of set up the flashback as a big plot thing, where it's like, we have to go back to where it started yeah. and give Eleven like these flashbacks. It was a little little heavy-handed. I found it really distracting how they cut between like 10-year-old Eleven and like 19-year-old yeah. Eleven. Uh, and it's like almost interchangeably. And I get it. They're trying to remind you like, hey, this is like a flashback right. that she's seeing in her mind. But every time it cuts to like little baby 11, I found it like, oh, yeah. And then it goes back to like full grown 11. And you're like, what yeah, the most fuck? of the time it does feel kind of weird. There was one shot in particular where I was like, OK, I like this. I like that they chose to do this at this point because uh, it's when one kills the whole room of students. Yep. And then uh, it like does a reverse shot and he's walking back towards 11 and it's revealed that it's child 11. And it just like emphasizes the difference between them because it's like she's witnessing all this murder and all this horrible thing and you're like okay she's in high school and that would be traumatizing but like how much more traumatizing how much more of a power imbalance is there between like tiny little kid 11 and yeah yeah. one yeah yeah i liked i i thought it was fun uh i think it's a if you like stranger things it's i probably would rate this i would do season one is the best one then season three and then four then two yeah, season two uh, lost its way a little bit. Yeah, and it became so much about like character drama, but it was so uninteresting, and like the story stuff sucked. But three was fun, and I think it, it had the most sense of fun yeah. of all of them. And then this one goes dark in a way that I don't necessarily love, but I think it works. Yeah, it works. It does work, and I I think it works with like them growing up and kind yeah. of things get, having more real world. Uh, some of those characters that were the ten year old kids now are not particularly likable. But that's fine. But like who? Like Mike and Lucas. I don't like either of them. Will's fine. So I thought Lucas, I didn't like him at first because I'm like, oh, they're not going to like assassinate his character here. You know, like because in every season, it seems like he's the one that does some like stupid yeah. shit. But in this one, they like they bring him back. Like he, you yeah. think he's going to be doing some stupid shit and then he comes back and yeah. he like makes up with. Um, what's her name? The redhead girl. Uh, Max. Max. I like what they do with Max. I don't like Max in season two. I like yeah. in season three. But she's kind of like, I don't know, I guess you're just not supposed to love her in season two. What episode is that where she almost dies? That's like three or four. That was three. Sick. That was the best. That, that was honestly yeah. probably the best Stranger Things episode. Totally. When the Kate Bush song comes on, she's yeah. like running. It's I'm running up sick. the hoop. Yeah. I was like, was Lauren sick. and I Lauren and I were like tearing up a little bit. Yeah. We're like, that was emotional. Yeah. That was it's great. great. I, yeah. uh, but then they never really hit that high again. No. And they yeah. keep having her with her headphones and stuff and that's yeah. neat but uh, I'm I'm curious as to we won't do fan theories here but I've heard some some neat ones relating to Eddie uh, who I think is a great new fun character Ooh, yeah he's great um, the actor is really good he's super and he's super fun like charismatic they do a great job of like is he evil is he not and mm-hmm. then you by the end you you know he's not and yeah I just you just like him you know you just yeah, like him. maybe he'll turn I don't, I don't know. think so I well yeah fan theory spoiler three two one um, he's talked about like having to play guitar and like he's always running away from things so the fan theory that i heard is that the final stand will be him having to play the guitar to keep people grounded in the real world and he'll be like torn apart <gasps> as he's playing the guitar that'll so. be pretty freaking sick so that's the fan theory although we didn't see him playing it gu- did he play I guitar they talked about it or something it was a fan theory that someone said and i was like oh that's cool that'll be freaking sick so. yeah i don't know other, anyways other uh, we'll things? stop uh 
uh, torturing James now. Yeah. Oh, I'm just answering emails. What's up? Are you guys done? Cool. Uh, Orville season. Oh, okay. Oh, one started. That show? Uh, yeah, it's the new the new season on Hulu started because it was a Fox show and they left. Uh, production value went up thirty thousand times. It is now a very high quality CG oh. show. Surprising. I think it's lost a little bit of its charm. It's just mm-hmm. the first episode. It's fine, but uh, the Star Trek and hence the Orville is at its best when it's smaller scale talking about a real world issue right. through the lens of sci-fi. The first episode was like intergalactic war, big ship battles. And I'm like, hold on, I don't want this. And I'm worried that because it's a big budget, they might do more of that, but we'll yeah. see. Happy for Seth MacFarlane though. Like good yeah. for him. Getting I got this show off the ground. I got a, an autographed picture of him as captain of the Orville. And I was like very happy. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's a gift. Nice. Thanks, Cassie. <laughs> Um, I'm just, I can't even untangle my headphones from this chair. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? I got nothing to say. I continued Batman Unburied. It's getting a little whack. It's okay. Aww. I knew it would. <laughs> <laughs> you told me to listen to it and I'm like, I'm just going to let you listen to it and tell me how it goes. <laughs> it's okay. That's a bummer. <clears throat> but the first couple episodes still good? Yeah. Would you say that overall, if I hadn't started it, it's worth getting into? If you're driving a lot, it's fine. I am driving a lot. I need a new podcast. Why not? Sure. I will. Okay. I will. Fine. YouTube. Fine, I will. I won't. I can shout out a YouTube channel that I think is really cool. Sure. There's this jujitsu YouTube channel that I was made privy to called Jordan Teaches Jiu-Jitsu, and it's so dope. He basically is a black belt, and uh, it's just like footage of people rolling, and they'll, it'll be like semi-slow-mo, and he just commentates what he's doing. Well, right now, I need to make sure my hips are higher than his hips, or else I'm going to lose the scramble. And then now, he's thinking about this, and it's just crazy to be like, y'all are thinking about all that shit that fast as a black belt? Like... It's just like yeah. watching Neo break down yeah. a fight. Like, it's insane. So if you're into that sport, that's, that's a really cool, cool channel. Jiu-jitsu. Hi. It's not just for Jews anymore. Oh. No. Uh, Good nope. thing that's at the end of the episode where no one will hear it. <laughs> that's a harmless joke. It's a harmless it is. joke. That's not bad. I really like it. Thank you. Thanks for watching, guys. You can email us. Hello at they'rejustmovies.com. You can tweet at us at TJMPod. And I will specifically say now, love you so much, because someone said they were sad that I didn't say I love Aww. you so much. I just said, see you later. See oh. you later. See you later. I love you. Goodbye. So much. <laughs> Goodbye. So then. much. <laughs>